This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. And a very pleasant good morning, everybody. It's always good to be back with you. This is the Marlins Rewind. And last night at the Oakland Coliseum in Oakland, California, the Marlins in the Athletics played game two of their three-game weekday series. Pablo Lopez looking to turn things around in the second half. Went opposite of the left-hander, Zach Logue. And with the recap, as always, here is Glenn Geffner. Welcome back to Oakland. Marlins do it again tonight. They beat the Athletics 5-3. They were cruising along with a 5-0 lead until the last of the ninth inning. The A's made things interesting down the stretch, but the Marlins get it done. They've won back-to-back games to begin this series. So after losing three straight in Los Angeles to begin a six-game road trip, the Marlins tomorrow are going to have a chance to sweep a series here and head home 3-3. Tonight, Pablo Lopez started for the Marlins against rookie lefty Zach Logue. For the Athletics, and this game was scoreless through three. Both starters off to a really good night until in inning number four, leading things off, Brian Anderson got the Marlins started. 0-1 pitch is hit deep to left field by Anderson. Way back, Brown at the wall. Goodbye, Brian Anderson. And the Marlins lead it 1-0 in the fourth. For Andy, number five on the season. His 16th run batted in. And the Marlins had the lead. They would extend that lead against Logue in inning number six. Remember, the Marlins coming in tonight had gone 23 consecutive games, scoring four runs or fewer, tied for the 11th longest streak in modern Major League history. Uh, That would uh, finally come to an end in the sixth inning. Luke Williams led off with a double, and with a 1-0 lead, it felt like a big deal at the time when Miguel Rojas followed with a ground ball to the right side. He was out 4-3, but he got Williams to third base. An unselfish piece of hitting there for Miggy, getting that important add-on man to within 90 feet of the plate. At that point, Zach Logue came out of the game after 5 and a third. Domingo Acevedo was out of the bullpen for Oakland. He walked the first man, Brian Anderson, so leading 1-0. Marlins had men at the corners, went out in the sixth inning, Frazus Aguilar. 2-1 pitch. Aggie bounces it toward third. Machine has it off his glove. And everybody's going to be safe. In from third, Williams, and it's 2-0 Marlins. Right on the line, just behind the bag. Machine had to go right off his glove, in and out. And the Marlins extend the lead. So at that point, it was 2-0. Joey Wendell grounded to third base for the second out in the sixth inning. But the Marlins weren't done. Coming up big, the rookie, Yerar Encarnacion. Encarnacion rips one to left. That's a fair ball. Going to go into the corner. It's going to bring home two runs. In from third, Anderson. Aguilar scores a two-run double for Yerar Encarnacion, and it's 4-0 Marlins. A three-run sixth. It was a two-for-four night for Encarnacion. He's now 4-13, out of 13, a couple of doubles, and three RBIs on this road trip. And with Encarnacion at second base and two outs in the sixth inning, he was carrying... That fifth run on his back, it has been elusive for the Marlins. you got to go back to July 28th in Cincinnati to find the last time the Marlins scored five or more runs in a game. But thanks to Jacob Stallings, they finally got over that hump in the sixth inning here tonight. 
as Stalling stands in and hits one in the air. Shallow center coming on Stevenson. He can't get it. Down for a base hit, and Carnacion's coming home. The throw's up the line. They've got the runner caught between first and second, but the ball goes into center field. Stallings makes it safely back to first. It's an RBI single. It's a 5-0 Marlins lead. The Marlins have scored more than four runs in a game for the first time since July 28th. Our long national nightmare is over. That's it. That's it. Three runs or less, four runs or less. You guys put that to bed. The Marlins are raking tonight. They're raking. A four-run sixth inning. Marlins and eight men to the plate and had what felt like a commanding 5 nothing lead, especially the way Pablo was cruising along. Now, in the bottom half of the sixth inning, he finally got into a little bit of trouble. He got the first out, Sheldon Noisy, a fly ball to the left. Then Cal Stevenson had an infield hit. Tony Kemp was out on a really nice catch in right field by Brian Anderson for the second out, but Sean Murphy doubled. That put runners at second and third, and when Seth Brown walked on four pitches, the A's trailing 5-0 at the bases loaded against Pablo, two outs in the sixth inning, and Chad Pinder was the batter. Time for the changeup. 2-2, got him swinging. The cambio to leave him loaded. Big pitch by Pablo Lopez, and he keeps the A's off the board in the sixth. No runs, two hits, three big men left. On to the seventh. It's Miami five. The A's nothing. For Pablo, that was the end of the night. Six innings tonight, four hits, no runs. Walked two, struck out five. Lopez threw 91 pitches, 61 strikes. Of his 91 pitches, 25 of them came in his last inning. That sixth inning, he was at 66 through five. Needed 25 pitches to get himself out of that bases-loaded mess in the sixth inning, but he did his job tonight, and he left with Miami in front here 5-0. Tommy Nance was really good. Pitched the seventh, pitched the eighth, allowed a walk. That's it in his two innings. And we went to the ninth inning with the Marlins leading 5-0. Through eight innings tonight, the A's have been kept off the scoreboard in 17 consecutive innings to begin this series. Cole Solcer started the bottom of the ninth. Sean Murphy led off with a double. Seth Brown hit a fly ball to left field for the first out, but then Chad Pinder singled, and all of a sudden trailing 5-0. The Athletics had runners at the corners. One out bottom of the ninth inning for Steven Vogt. Make myself out to be. Here's a ground ball to second, and it gets past Williams out into right field. The A's break through. They're finally on the board. Pinder, who was running on the pitch, goes all the way to third. So Vogt delivers his second hit, and the A's first run in the series. It's 5-1 of the ninth. And now you get the tying man to the on-deck circle. And at that point, after allowing three hits to the first four batters he faced here tonight, Cole Solskjaer was pulled from this game. And with the tying man on deck, Tanner Scott came on to try to close things out. He inherited a couple base runners. He inherited one out. He inherited a 5-1 lead facing Shea Langoliers. The 1-1, Langoliers rips one to left field. Bladé in pursuit of it, not going to get there. It's going to bounce on the track and up against the wall. That'll score Pinder, vote to third. It's an RBI double for Langoliers, and now it's 5-2, and the tying man's coming up with one out in the ninth inning. Tying man at the plate, pinch hitter Jonah Bride, second and third, one out in the ninth. Scott's 1-1, fly ball to right. Anderson's got it measured, makes the catch. Runner tags from third base. Votes coming home, headed to third base, Langoliers. It's a sack fly for Bride. It's a 5-3 game, but now there are two outs in the ninth. And Scott needed just one more out 
to end this one, the A's last hope tonight. Again, the tying man to plate, Sheldon Noisy. Langleers off of third, two down, one-two pitch. Chopped towards short, big hop for Rojas. Miggy fires to first, and the Marlins win. Back-to-back -back victories here in Oakland. They don't get the shutout again tonight. The A's make some noise with three in the ninth. But eventually, Tanner Scott able to slam the door, and the Marlins win it 5-3. to three. For the Marlins, five runs, eight hits, no errors, four left. For the Athletics, three runs, eight hits, no errors. They left six. Pablo Lopez, the winning pitcher, he is 8-8 eight eight on the season. Zach Logue takes the loss. He falls to 3-8. Tanner Scott with his 19th save, his second in as many nights here at the Coliseum. Marlins win this one 5-3 in two hours, 46 minutes. So Miami now 2-3 and three on the road trip. The Marlins improved to 54-69 and 69 overall this season. Now 29-36 and 36 on the road for Miami. It's the end of that streak. They've gone 23 straight games, scoring four runs or fewer. But they push across five tonight on their way to the 5-3 victory for the Athletics now. This loss drops them to 2-3 and three on their homestand. They are 45-79, and 79, equaling their season high, falling 34 games under 500. Last time the A's were more than 34 games below 500 it was the final day of the 1979 season when they finished 54 under at 5,408. That's the only A's team to lose 100 games since this franchise moved from Kansas City to Oakland 55 years ago. The 79 A's, the only 100-loss team in Oakland Athletics history. This ball club right now is on pace to lose 103 after back-to-back -back losses to the Marlins to begin this three-game series. Marlins so far this year have four multi-game series sweeps. They won three straight in Washington in April, won three straight at home against the Nationals in June, won three straight at home against the Rockies in June, and won four in a row at Nationals Park to begin the month of July. And the Marlins have a shot at their fifth multi-game series sweep of the season tomorrow. If they can beat the A's in the series finale, matchup of left-handers for the Marlins, the former athletic Jesus Luzardo, and for the A's, the former Philly, Cole Irvin. That's tomorrow at 3.37. We'll hit the air at 3 o'clock Miami time with Marlins on deck. The Marlins and Auto Nation are again working together this year to strike out cancer in our communities. Every time Marlins pitcher records a strikeout this season, $25 will be donated to Auto Nation's Drive Pink Initiative to support cancer research. Tonight, five strikeouts, $125 for the season now, 1,067 Ks by the Marlins staff. That's good for $26,675 from the Marlins to Auto Nation's Drive Pink Initiative. Nice win for the Marlins. Got a little dicey late, but the Marlins hang on for their 54th win of the season. Let's hear from Marlins manager Don Mattingly after the win. Didn't do it. Donnie, you know, you had a good feeling about Pablo tonight. Thought he was going to throw the ball well. Just how good was it to see him just really bounce back and have a solid start tonight? No, really good. Um, you know, Pablo's going to keep coming and keep fighting and get better. Uh, thought he located the ball really well today uh, as the game went on. Uh, it seemed like the long inning kind of Got him off track a little bit. Uh, could have went a little deeper, and he wanted to go deeper, but felt like he did his job. And uh, Again, every time he goes out there, it's kind of career innings for him, so we're going to keep track of Gary him the rest of the year. And he talked about it, right? This is all brand-new territory for him, so this is going to continue to be a learning experience. Just what do you hope he, he kind of takes from reaching this place in the season and being able to, to hit career highs? I think the biggest thing is get through it, right, to deal with it. 
it's like guys coming to the big leagues the first time they go from 140 to 160 games. Uh, it's different uh, for him. He's pretty, I'd say, routine oriented, like really routine oriented. So sometimes you got to skip the bullpen, or you got to you got to take it easier in your bullpen. You got to save your bullets as the season gets on, and you don't know that until you've been into this point of the season. Uh, so this is this is going to be a good learning experience for him. And then just offensively tonight, you know, to not only score five runs, but to do it with a decent amount of extra base hits. Uh, just what did you see collectively, just as far as the offense tonight? Yeah, the guys just stay with it. Uh, seemed like he had, you know, kind of had a soft card a little bit. Andy gets us on the board, uh, but then we're able to start just kind of putting some hits together, and we got some, you know, some big two out hits. Uh, catch a little break at third with the Aggies ball, and then it kind of opened the floodgates. Uh, guys pitching first inning, you guys were cruising, then ninth inning gets a little close for comfort there. What did you see from those guys? In the Why? Why? No, I know. Why? Well, I, I got. I mean, why are you doing that? I mean, just what did you see from those guys in the ninth? Just, I mean, man, no, I mean, they just put some hits together, right? And, uh, you know, uh, Sulce gets in a little trouble. Uh, you know, Nintana really does his thing. Honestly, he's, you know, throwing strikes again today. It's like third outing in a row. He's pretty much been in the strike zone. Uh, when he's in the zone, we're good. Uh, it gives up the, the double there. But, you know, at that point, we're able to trade outs for runs. We get the sack fly, uh, you know, and then he gets that out with Maggie, so. Just they, they put a little rally together and you know you just expect teams are going to keep fighting until the end um, yeah we tried to, to get through it without Tanner but we you know we needed to get to him Gerard two hits today what have you what have you seen from him I know it's a small sample size but just from his at bats what, what have you seen from from I, mean, I think it's too early to try, to try to make a decision on like what we've seen but obviously he's a kid that we've seen enough that we feel like he's going to hit you know, he's got a lack of experience. You know, the lefty kind of gets him, and then he gets the righties. So, you know, Gerard's a guy that you feel like can swing the bat. The more he plays, the better he'll get. Was this a type of night, though, that was encouraging to see from Gerard, just in the sense of, you know, strikeouts in his first couple of bats, and then maybe makes a little bit of an adjustment, ends up getting the double and, and a single to end his final two at bats? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. The, the lefty kind of, you know, guy we thought would be a good matchup for yeah. him ends up getting him, and then the righties he's good with so you know again he's going to keep going he's he's going to he's got a chance to be a pretty good hitter. Uh, Donnie what did you think of the A's decision to pull Logue um, in the sixth inning after he'd been pretty good for a lot of the night? No no it's not my dugout I don't know you know we don't I don't know the situation with him and where he's at pitch count I don't know where he's held I have no idea so that's always a, that's the other guy's decision. Lopez, Pablo's performance, you know, did that maybe help or get your guys in a better position to be aggressive in the six because those last two RBI hits, they came on the first pitch of the at Yeah, I mean, any, anytime your pitcher kind of sets the tone with the zeros, it always makes your guys better. And then every run you score, you start to you know, get more confidence. I think in general, you're trying to attack for the most part. Uh, able to, you know, I'm not sure that in particular does it, but I know guys get more comfortable as we score or he throws scoreless innings. Donnie after the Marlins 5-3 win over the Oakland Athletics last night. Let's hear from Yarar Encarnacion. Had a really nice multi-hit night at the plate. Looked pretty darn good. Glenn, thank you, Gerard. A couple of hits tonight. Double in a single. How comfortable do you feel in the big leagues after some of the success that you've now had this season? 
Dos hijos en el día de hoy. Este, ¿Qué tan cómodo te has sentido en, en la Grande Liga después del éxito que has tenido últimamente? Bueno, lo primordial siempre es dar las gracias a Dios por la oportunidad, ¿me entiendes? Siempre agradecido con él y con el equipo que me han ayudado por lo menos a tener la cabeza en alto. No, it's just about a matter of thanking people, you know, thanking God and the organization for, for, for the opportunity and just giving me the chance to be out here. Whether it be mental or physical, the biggest difference now that you're in the big leagues from what you've experienced in the minor leagues is what? Este, o así sea mental o físico, ¿qué, qué piensas tú que es el próximo paso o seguir desarrollando aquí en este nivel de Grandes Ligas? Bueno, mayormente ya es mental, muchas cosas ya físico, ¿sabes? Uno tiene que usar el físico en el terreno, pero mentalmente haciendo los ajustes y, y, y tratando de estar en tiempo en todas las cosas, ¿me entiendes? De, 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 de tratar siempre de estar todo activo. Yeah, I'll say, so, you know, in the game, physically, you know, you have that already. At this, uh, at this level, you got to maintain yourself uh, mentally prepared with, with the adjustments that you have to do on the day-to-day. So that, that's, that will be, uh, I would say that will be the change. Uh, I, know, I know the goal is to win as a team every night. But for you, a guy that hasn't been here all that long, your personal goal down the stretch here would be what? Sabemos que el equipo tiene como, como meta todos los días ganar el juego, ¿no? Eh, pero para ti, ¿cuál es tu meta de lo que queda de temporada? Seguir haciendo mi trabajo, que Dios me dé salud para seguir hacia adelante, dando lo mejor de mí, poder ayudar al equipo en lo que me necesiten. Yeah, just continue to do uh, my role, you know, being here, stay healthy, uh, try to help the team as, as much as I can and, 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 and just play, play the game. Congratulations, Yar. Thank you. Thank you, thank you. All right, Glenn. That was Yarar Encarnacion after the Marlins win over the Oakland Athletics. And as we wrap things up, let's hear from Pablo Lopez, who collected his eighth win of the season, a really strong performance for the Marlins last night. We talked about it, you know, putting in that work, kind of making some adjustments after that tough last outing. What do you feel like was either the biggest adjustment you made coming into tonight or just the most important key that led to some success? Yeah, I think the most important thing was on the mechanic aspect of pitching was trying to make sure that I was doing everything on time to be able to get my extension while being on top of the baseball. Everything works off your fastball. If you're, if you're on top of your fastball, you can feel it right, you can feel it going. And then once you get that extension, your two-seam, the change of everything works off of that. So I think just feeling myself grounded on the mound, curating that tilt that allowed me to be on top of the baseball was a huge key for tonight. How critical was that sixth inning for you? You know, to have some traffic on the bases, but then to be able to get that strikeout to end the inning. Yeah, so it's one of those things that happen quick, you know, like you, know, you get the little guy out, but all of a sudden you start getting traffic, and it happens very quick, but you have to stay in the moment. You know, I had a situation where I woke the guy. You, ideally, you don't want to woke a guy, but you also have to have some understanding of the situation. Base open, right on deck, you have to take your chances. I took my chances by not giving in. I felt like I threw every pitch with intention, with aggressiveness. They were balls, so uh, then you move on to the next guy. You know, like the, the wall, you don't want it, but you know that you have another opportunity to uh, get out of it. And you obviously, um, it's one of those things that you're not looking for a strike, or you're just looking to make your pitch. But obviously, once you have two strikes and you see that chance, you know, like it's always a good opportunity to get the big out. And Pablo, we've 
you know, we talked about it, this is all brand new territory for you. So with each one of these starts that yeah. comes at this point in the season, you know, what are you really hoping to either accomplish or, or take away from each one of them? Just having a lot of fun. You know, it's really fun <laughs> yeah. to be able to take them out every fifth day. Uh, you Like you said, like it's the first time that I've been able, fortunately, to go this deep into the season. So I'm, the way I've been looking at it, it's just I'm grateful for every single opportunity. I'm just looking to go out there, perform, give my team a chance, and not taking anything for granted. You know, like uh, sometimes... I feel like sometimes we don't enjoy the good times as much as we dwell on the bad times. I think just I'm trying to see things through that perspective, you know. Just being here, it's a it's a blessing, you know, it's a great opportunity and I'm just looking forward every fifth day to go out there and have fun with the guys. Have you had to adjust your routine in between starts all just as you go through this, get more innings in again in this new territory to try to make sure that you're as best as you can be each time you go out there? Uh, so it's just little adjustments. Obviously, the process is ongoing. You know, there's never a finished product. We're always tweaking something. We're always just fine-tuning little things here and there. And I think listening to the body is very important. You know, like not every game is the same. You know, there are games that you you throw more stressful pitches, stressful situations. So you really have to listen to your body the day after you pitch to find out is there something that I need to change. You know, do I need to go a little lighter on my weightlifting? Do I go to go a little heavier? You know, like do I have room to go heavier to do more reps here and there and then just watch the volume when you, uh, as you throw in between starts. What was it like watching the offense in the sixth inning get, I think it was four runs at that frame? It was fun, you know, like um, I think it's been a really fun environment. Uh, every, everyone's having fun and you can see like their focus when they're in the box, you know, like they're waiting for their pitch, they're making like they're fouling of tough pitches to them when they get their their pitch they're putting the barrel on it so I think it was really fun to see everyone you know everyone's reaching on base everyone's just celebrating everyone's happy and I think that chemistry is really good when you know like when you want to create runs when you want to manufacture those runs and when we're able to put those runs on the board you know like I have to go out there my mentality is like I have to give the boys a showdown because they just gave me some support so I think they work hand in hand it was a really fun environment today. Pablo Lopez after the Marlins' 5-3 win over the Oakland Athletics last night. Game three of this series comes your way at 3.37 this afternoon, an opportunity to sweep a series for the Marlins. The former A, Jesus Lazardo, now Miami Marlins, goes opposite of the left-hander Cole Irvin. We will hit the air at 3 o'clock, 3 o'clock on the Marlins Radio Network, driven by AutoNation. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 